Hey everybody, Shel Brodnax here with another episode of Stager Talk, and it is going to be amazing today. I'm going to tell you that it is amazing because we have the special guest, Sylvia Guardado. Sylvia is an expert CPA, and she is also a profit-first expert. We'll talk about that and what that means if you don't know, but welcome, Sylvia. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and so excited to uh, get this show rolling. I am super stoked that I found you recently, um, several months ago. I've been looking for um, a, a, a good CPA that understands profit first because we had the wonderful Mike Michalowicz as a keynote speaker several years ago. <laughs> yes. He just stormed through our industry. And so, so many stagers are working with the profit first method. So let's just start out and talk about that a little bit. Can you tell everybody what, what is the, just the general gist of profit first? Yes, Profit First is a cash flow management method that works with your behavior. We business owners have the tendency to neglect ourselves, believe it or not. We neglect ourselves. We're the ones that get paid last. If there is leftover money, uh, we take our profit last because that's the one at the bottom of the P&L. And Profit First helps you make yourself a priority. You're in business for a reason, right? To make money. And with Profit First, you make sure you pay yourself and you take your profits first. So that's the gist of the Profit First methodology. That's the nuts and bolts of it. And I know people, it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around at first. But if you think about it, I kind of reverse engineer it, you know, so you can think about what that means is that you're working, you're really working from a budget for the rest of, of what it is that you're doing. So you want to be smart. Right. And what you're doing, right. Make sure you're charging fair rates for what you're doing. So I know a lot of stagers get in the industry, especially when you're in the years for like one to four, where people are not charging what they should be charging. And therefore that makes it really difficult to, to do anything profit first wise, or even the other way, because you don't have enough profits that you should be having up front um, with your particular business just because of your, your pricing models off. Exactly. And um, at the beginning of your business, you probably wanted to get in there. So I get it. You know, we all get it. You have to get into the industry and get your business going. So you want to introduce your lower fees so that you can get your foot in, in the industry. but you know, that sticks with you and it's hard to remove yourself from that pattern. And yeah, that's one of the things. Pricing is a big thing to follow profit first, because usually if you don't price it right, you don't have any leftovers for, for yeah, yourself. Exactly. And, and so just so everybody knows, we did not rehearse this. So this is literally somebody, <laughs> a professional in another industry, completely unrelated to staging that understands right. as an entrepreneur all types of entrepreneurs and all business models fall into the price trap of not charging what you're worth. So we, we all suffer the, from the same problem, right? All yeah. entrepreneurs have the same pattern and it's not even um, local to the United States or to California where I'm at. This is a worldwide problem. Yeah. So, yeah. It's true. We, I think a lot we, of it we're comes- not alone in that, unfortunately. And that's why, Mike McCullough's mission is to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty because this is a worldwide system. 
that entrepreneurial advice. poverty. I remember when I heard that for the first time and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it really does. There's so many people that are entrepreneurs and they're just poor. It's just they've, they've got no cash flow. They've got no money. They're not managing right. it well. And I always right. think it's important. You know, you have your bookkeeper, you have your CPA. You've got to really if you're if you're really wanting to make it in business and you're running a legitimate business you've got to get the professionals in to help you. You've got to work with people that are smarter with you on the, on the things that you don't know about. I can balance a checkbook. I can, I can do books, (laughs) but I don't, I don't want to be bogged down with it. We pay somebody to be able to do it. I certainly can't do anything close to being a CPA. Don't want to, don't understand it. Don't care to someone just tell me what the rules are, what you want me to do. And I will do it. Um, it's one of those things that I, I'm not going to go back to school to learn a brand new profession. That's why you pay professionals what they're worth to, exactly. to pay for their advice and, and their, um, their history and their knowledge and everything that they're doing. Absolutely right. Having said that, though, you need to own your finances. Even if you delegate that part of your business, True. you need to know what's going on with the numbers in your business. True. And I think and it's really- important to have when you do work with people that they explain it. And if you don't understand, you just have to keep asking. And if you have a right. problem with another professional, you got to find one that's willing to work with you. Cause I mean, over the years, there's been times where, you know, we've worked with different CPAs over the years and some of them, you know, were better than others. And a lot of them are like, just, they don't want it. They don't want to get into it with you and they don't want to really right. explain it all. And it's just very right. cursory, which can be frustrating. I mean, even on your, our personal taxes and whatnot, every once in a while you have that. And it's like, you have to dig. It's like, no, no. I need more, I need more information. <laughs> Explain a little right. bit more. And, Ask and the they questions, will. right? Yes, and yeah, as you said, if the CPA or the professional that's working with you is not giving you the answers, then it's it's time to change because you are entitled to know your financial information and to be explained in a language that you can understand. Exactly. I think also, too, with the importance of accounting and making your financial decisions, it is very, very difficult to make financial decisions for your business if you're looking to scale it, if you don't understand your numbers. That's right. You don't know which way to take it. You don't know if you have enough money for marketing or if you have enough uh, money to hire somebody else or, or or to purchase additional inventory or, you know, or supplies, whatever. You don't, you don't know. How yeah. do you, how would you know? Yeah. And even when you're looking through financial trends, if you've been in business for a couple of years and you've had a couple of good years, you can see what are your good months. Exactly. So you can plan yes. for what you're doing. So many stagers right. have what we call the down months. And then they're scrambling saying, oh my gosh, it's May, it's a down month or it's November <laughs> and it's a down month. And it's like, well, had you run all your data and you knew your numbers, you would have known that six months ago that November was going to be a down month. So now you've right. got to start planning for that down month. Right. And we all, all businesses have their ups and downs. You know, I, I just got out of tax season. That's my highest uh, period of time. And retailers have their Christmas season when they sell a lot. And then the rest of the year, January, February is just dead. And we all need to plan for those months. So yeah. the ones that are abundant need to feed into the ones that are not exactly. as much. Exactly. Now, yeah. I know um, one of the, the I think probably the number one tool for staters are using for their accounting is QuickBooks. Um, sure, right. there's other programs out there. I know there are. Um, yes. QuickBooks is what we use. Um, I started out with a regular QuickBooks 
before everything was in a cloud Mm -hmm. and now it's QuickBooks online, which is a little bit different. Um, So I think are more people using the QuickBooks online than the, the standalone? Most people are are moving towards the QuickBooks online, especially because you can be in Hawaii and you can, if you have a Wi-Fi connection, you can log into your QuickBooks and and do like half an hour or 15 minutes of, of work, review an invoice, send an invoice, whatever you need to do, whatever, anywhere in the world. So that's why a lot of people are liking it. And especially, you know, the millennials and, and younger generations are liking it most because of that uh, um, accessibility of, yeah. uh, of the software. And um, the good thing about QuickBooks Online is that it has everything that QuickBooks Desktop has. Um, it's just presented in a different way. The interface is different, but gotcha. it has just about everything. You know what I like about it is the rules that you can create. So I can say, and I'm just going to use my own personal business uh, yes. for this example, but I run a, a horse boarding stable. So I can say, you know, anytime it's a tractor supply comes in a charge, it automatically goes into that chart of accounts and says yep. supplies and maintenance, or right. every time, you know, Tony green comes up, it's, Hey, and it puts in my Hey cogs. Yes. Um, setting up yes. the chart of accounts is so I cannot implore people enough to get your chart of accounts set up correctly from day one. And that's the one a part that messes up your QuickBooks. If you don't set it up right, that's, you know, your whole accounting uh, system is messed up because you that's your, um, the spinal cord, I like to call oh, it, yeah. of your accounting system. If your chart of accounts is not set up right, then the whole bookkeeping is messed up and yeah. you will get messed up information, not, not accurate information. This is true. Yeah. I was very fortunate that um, I knew another profit first CPA. And when I started, I moved, I relocated about three and a half years ago and, and had tons of acres and more barn than I personally needed. <laughs> my husband won't let me buy any more horses. So I said, well, I can board for other people and get other horses. And I set up my own chart of accounts, dug into QuickBooks online and had her double check it all. And she's like, you nailed it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Yeah. You feel so good when you can get in and you can do it. Right. And I know a lot of times people think that technology, it can be really overwhelming and it really doesn't have to be. Um, I think a lot of people overthink it and they also think that, oh, if I click something, I'm going to mess it up. Mess it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think most things we can back out of them. Um, Yes. I know some, there are some things, there's one thing in my QuickBooks, it's like from 2020, I can't seem to get rid of it, but um, <laughs> it's not affecting anything right now, but I work with a CPA, so they do my taxes or like they can go in and, and, and correct it. Right. Yeah. So everything in QuickBooks is, is correctable. Um, that's the, that's the beauty of QuickBooks, right? You can modify everything. And that could also be the problem because it's so easily you can easily delete a transaction. You can also mess it up pretty fast. So yeah, it has its pros and cons and that's something we're gonna talk about in in our workshop. Yeah. Uh, What are the advantages and disadvantages? Yeah. The good thing about your workshop is we actually uh, did a survey for you ahead of time and kind of put a little survey out there. Say, what are the common things you're wanting to know about QuickBooks? And those are things that you're going to cover um, was 
absolutely verbatim everything it is that everybody said they wanted. So very targeted, have yes. accounting questions, QuickBooks, Profit First, it's all going to be covered in Sylvia's session. And then of course, you'll also have um, a Q&A as right. well. So even if you didn't get your question submitted and it doesn't happen to be answered uh, within the session, you can actually- You can still yeah, ask it. It's going to be it. a fun conversation. Don't think of accounting or financial information as boring because it's not. For me, it's very exciting. So it's going to be a fun conversation. Your, your questions are going to be welcomed and we're going to be answering them on the spot. Um, I don't, I want to say something about taxes yeah. too, because taxes is a, a really a, a, a taboo type of conversation. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about it and, and finances in general. But what business owners tend to do in regards to taxes is to make decisions on the tax consequence. Um, is Am I going to be able to deduct this or not? Or how is it going to affect me? And I would strongly recommend that business owners don't do that. Don't base your financial decisions on just the tax deduction because that can actually harm your business. Cash flow management is a better way to um, deal with your decisions, ignoring your finances as well. Yeah, so absolutely. Tax, taxes, not as much. You know, we can apply the tax law in the best way to benefit you, but it shouldn't be your decision-making tool. Yeah. So how much do CPAs really know about the tax situation with everything that they're doing? Um, about the client's tax situation? Yeah, just to be able to advise them, you know, because I know that, you know, CPAs are working with one set of information and taxes is like completely something different. But I would imagine that you have a lot of knowledge about the tax industry as well. Yes, yeah. yeah, so our, our knowledge is uh, updated every year. And before we start tax season in January, maybe even end of December, we're updating our knowledge so that we can um, best advise the client on what, uh, what would, yeah, reducing their tax liability so that they don't have to pay as much. But even if they have to pay, and with Profit First, you you know, the goal is that you make a profit. So you will probably will have to pay, but we're trying to reduce that tax liability as much as possible. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, they get an LLC, a corporation. And of course, they say, oh, the goal is to have your corporation, your LLC be broke. So you don't right. pay additional <laughs> yeah. federal taxes. Yeah. That can be a little problematic, can it not, when you're trying to sell your business down the line? Yeah, it doesn't look good in your balance sheet, which is one of the reports you generate from your bookkeeping. Um, the balance sheet doesn't look good. And then um, the value of your business doesn't look good. And if you really want to sell or if that's part of your exit strategy, you want um, a clean balance sheet that doesn't show a lot of debt or that you're having losses constantly and some people want to have losses just because they don't want to pay taxes but that goes again works against them at the end yeah. so that's that's not good absolutely you know I knew I chose the right speaker for this when I you see somebody who talks about numbers and finances and it makes you smile yes <laughs> I get excited <laughs> Sylvia's excited. We're talking about money and taxes and CPAs and finance, yeah. you name it. But uh, I totally understand that 
it, it makes people anxious. I actually made a survey on, on Facebook a few days ago about the feelings that financial inf information brings to people. And that's what I got. I, I They get anxiety, they get... Um, they they get you know they think of divorce they think of <laughs> you know strenuous things like that but uh, I understand that and I also bring a little bit of compassion um, because of that because I know it gives people all those feelings it does um, and a lot of people often think too it's like it's like the fear of the unknown but they also kind of think that it's like, oh my gosh, am I doing something wrong? I don't want to get in yeah. trouble doing something wrong. And it causes exactly. that kind of panic as yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. It provokes all those feelings, those yeah. fears. So right. one of the questions that we have a lot, I know the answer to this, but you can answer this for everybody. Okay. Um, just general taxes. In general, people always say, you know, stagers say, do I charge taxes on my service? Do I have to charge taxes on the rental? How, what, how do they do that? So what's your best advice for people who's asking that type of question? Because it's not the same everywhere. Yeah, it's not the same everywhere. And the sales tax is, um, is ruled by your state agency. So you might, might want to check your local agency or on your state. Um, here in California, services are not taxable. Only if you sell a product you charge sales tax uh, and rentals are not taxable either for sales tax. Okay. We need to be specific in regards to the sales tax. So you need to check your tax and fee um, sales tax and fee administration in your local state to see what, what's um, what uh, items you need to charge uh, sales tax for. Excellent. So if you're mm -hmm. unsure what the name of it is in your state, some are Board of Equalization, some are Department of Taxation, yes. Department of Revenue and Taxation, start with your Secretary of State. If you start there, then it spreads, funnels out, right? Spreads out. It'll from tell you there. where you need yeah. to go. Yeah. Well, I'm super excited. I think this is going to be a, a really great session. And this is for no matter what level of your business that you're in, if you are in the newer years of your business, if you're mid-level, if you're more seasoned, Sylvia will have all of the answers for you. Um, yep. And I'm super excited. I can't thank you enough for doing this. I know it's probably a shock yeah. when you get a phone call saying, hey, can you come speak at my event? Yeah, but I'm very excited too. Uh, just my, my goal is to serve the entrepreneur. And I know that it's going to be a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Uh, at the conference, I'm really excited to be able to serve them and provide them with the knowledge and information they need to run their business. And, um, you know, cash is keen, right? If you run out of cash, that's the end of your business. We don't want that to happen. So we need to make sure we priced our items uh, right and that we don't overspend just because we want the tax deduction we need to think long term even if we have to plan for a tax liability or, or a tax bill yep gotta have yep. a strategy exactly strategy. yeah strategy where it's and, at. yeah and we're gonna be talking a little bit of everything yeah. uh, financial related you know cash flow management as we said taxes and and quickbooks which is the biggest tool that entrepreneurs use for their businesses Excellent. Well, we are just about at the end of our time, but I've got a little bit more good news because Sylvia's company is coming on as a RISA 
partner. That means yes. that you have an official CPA who's yes. learning about the <laughs> industry, who will be able to educate you on your QuickBooks, on your profit first, be able to help you analyze your data. Tell everybody the name of your company and your website so they can reach you in the meantime. And then we're also putting you up on our website. Yes, the company is SMG Business Services, LLC. And the website is smgbusinessservices.com. You got it. smgbusinessservices.com. Sylvia, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Can't wait to meet you in person in July. Yes. Everybody else, thank you for joining us today for a quick episode of Stager Talk. If you haven't bought your ticket yet for RisaCon, they are still available. Check out the website, risaconvention.com, July 21st through 23rd in Las Vegas. And then, of course, the Las Vegas Furniture Market opens that next day, that Sunday. And we're going to go over and do a tour there. Uh, and you can join us for that or not join us and just go shop on your own and make all your inventory purchases. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, everybody, happy staging. Bye-bye. See you soon.